Acting Class Weekly with legendary character actor Sean Whelan. Lessons, tips, and insight into the craft and business of acting from a man who's been directed by the likes of Spielberg, Eastwood, Tim Burton, Ang Lee, Michael Bay, Wes Craven, Tom Hanks, and many more of Hollywood's A-List. He is 30 years an actor and your professor, Sean Whelan. Roxy, we have to keep it brief because we've got a lot to get to. I know you want to get into this topic so so, bad. so badly. She's been begging me about this. I twisted forever. your arm about she this. did. Well, you she did. We've got an exciting so so jacket slash sweater talk has to be minimal today. Okay, all right. What very minimal. It? Talk to me quick. Uh, then. We're learning something important, so I felt very like studenty, teachery, like. I, an academic feel because Megan's going to teach us so much today. So uh-huh. it was kind of an academic vibe. The That's why I went with that. The professor. The student. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And as you heard me mention, Megan Williams, she's been on the show before. She's one of my favorite students, hard worker, person who doesn't make a lot of excuses, um, always looking for uh, ways to find solutions, not problems. Um, I'm really happy to have her back. She's going to talk about something exciting. Guys, you don't have to wait to get yourself. Card, you can actually get it yourself. Now it's not easy, or because nothing is, mm-hmm. but uh, you can actually push up the timeline and not wait just to get your vouchers from uh, doing uh, background work and stuff like that. So, Megan Williams is our special guest, as always. Roxy Stryer, Miss Phenomenal. Let me ask you this: Is Megan our first repeat guest on the show? Is she the first person that we're bringing in twice? No. Gabe Greer, I think. No, Holly huh? Gagne. Oh, I almost gave you a cool title, but I take it back. All yeah. right. And, How um, dare I? Mr. Fantabulous, I know you're anxious about this, too. Jeff Graham in the booth. Very anxious. I'm like, not only will it be informative, but I'm kind of a nerd for, like, systems. So I'm excited to, like, hear it broken down. Yeah, yeah, to, to, to break it down. Because this isn't really cheating the system. It's working within the system. So it's got Jeff Graham written all over it. Yeah, so what we're doing today is Megan is going to break us down on how she actually, now this isn't all theory, she did this. She actually did it. She wrote, produced, created a show short film for herself that was through SAG so she could become SAG eligible. So it's very exciting. Uh, obviously, we're going to do Sean's Week. And at the end, I will talk about uh, a short that I did, Psyche on Melrose, which turned into Psyche on Vine, which turned into a play, which is now a TV thing that, uh, you know, and that's how I and met. partially how we're working together. How we're working together. So it's an exciting show. But before we do all that, as always, we're going to do Sean's Week. I don't know. I feel, you know, uh, w- w- give me a vibe because I've been throwing I, out vibes. I'm feeling energetic today. Energetic. So I'm a- a extra tea. Ex- Yo, I'm spilling that tea. You're spilling down the tea. My with You're the spilling caffeine. the tea. Yes. And you've got your Harley Quinn vibe going. Ooh, I'm going to be Harley for this. Everybody else just be energy. Cool. Well, can I be the uh, a Batman? You let's be, be Mr. a Batman. J? Yeah, let's be a Batman ish. Okay. Well, then Batman I'm going to be vibe. Poison Ivy. Okay. Okay, you can so be Poison Ivy. So we have here. to say, we say Sean Week in a tone. Ready? One, two, three. Sean Ooh, were you Mr. Freeze, Mr. Fantabulous? I'm not super good at heroes. I love her. I kind of went for like a a Voldemort type. That's okay. Oh, yes, my favorite DC character. I know. That's like the best I got. That's the best I got. (laughs) Sorry, like the y'all. totally wrong. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> but you love systems. I love so, a system. <laughs> right. Um, uh, so what did it happen in my week? Had a Because of our social media episodes, we had two back-to-back. Yvonne was so pumped. Our photographer, who you guys have seen in my episode about headshots, she actually took the fabulous Megan Williams headshots. We all love Yvonne. And? 
And oh, that's right, Roxy's as well. That's true. That's true. That's true. I forgot about that. She's super. She said, "You know what? She we to thank her for my headshots that she did last week. She actually said, let 'Let's get some Instagram stuff.' And we did a bunch of goofy, goofy, crazy shots um, in Malibu yesterday. So that was really fun. Um, I am updating and uploading uh, things to my Actors Access page. I'm now cutting together the scene from I did Rob Zombie's movie. Um, I uh, am locking down my location for Crust. We were negotiating, you know, back and forth a little bit. Um, they were playing hardball. We were going after that. But I think we're going to lock that down. And then Suba, who was here a couple weeks ago, she just had a huge audition. Man, we worked. So we worked for like two and a half hours. Suba be booking. Suba, well, we ha- we just worked on it yesterday. And so far, so good. She got some very nice feedback in the, you know, just Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. She got good feedback. I can't say anything more than that. But that was really exciting. Some might say it's all because of her coach. For all of you guys, I want to say that we now have an email. Now, in no way am I saying please not rate, comment, subscribe on the um, places that you listen to us. That's really important to us. But if you have questions, Mm. if you have topics, the email is actingclassweekly at gmail.com actingclassweekly at gmail.com please 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 we would love to do a live remote from an acting school if you're in LA I would love to come and do a workshop at your school or acting school to teach scene study um, sketch writing improv you can reach me at acting class weekly or if you guys have specific questions we love that so then we can just gather a bunch and do a Q&A show it's actingclassweekly at gmail.com so simple how did you so legitimately Sean how'd you get that I literally typed it in and it was fine I was I thought I'd have to say with Sean Whalen but I didn't and the password is fun too but I can't tell you guys the password no I'm not gonna say that don't say that I will not but uh, so the questions, and if you'd like to book me, or even if you're a prospective student, you can email me there. But we don't want you to rate, comment, and uh, give us all the props on that email. You can, but then I would send you uh, to the podcast places because that's important. And Roxy will explain why. It's, that's the best. Come on. That was the best transition I've had. Just to clarify, he said, we don't want you to rate. Subs- that's how you No, should, on yeah. the email. On well, the email. Luckily, nobody listened to you when uh, you said don't rate, comment, and subscribe because oh people God. are rating, commenting, and subscribing. Right. And you guys should be doing that too. If you're listening to me right now or watching, take a second to give five stars, that thumbs up, write a comment. We read them every week. We got an awesome comment this week on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate this coming from Amanda Sometimes. Okay. I wonder who Amanda is at other times. Right. Uh, Amanda gave us five stars and titled this Great Podcast for Anyone. Ooh. She says, absolutely 
absolutely love this podcast. A couple from my uh, acting class referred me to this podcast, and I've been listening since. It has been such a great guide and support during all last year, which was my first year stepping into acting. I knew right away who Sean was since I loved him since People Under the Stairs and have become a fan of Roxy and Jeff as well. It's like we paid somebody to write this, but we did It's didn't. crazy. I love seeing and hearing from both sides of someone who's been acting for a long time as well as the honest questions that Roxy asks during the show from someone getting more into acting. Love the guests that uh, love the guests they have come on and I really hope this podcast stays on for a long time. A question I have been, uh, I have which I know may have been uh, been answered during the beginning self-care during the beginning self-care shows is something that I've been struggling with, which is an obvious hinder. Any other tips for someone who really struggles with getting out of their own head and anxiety slash nervousness of being seen in front of others to be able to deliver or to help with letting go and confidence in general? Is this something that just takes time that a lot of actors may struggle with? Or Sean, have you worked with any students ever who just couldn't get over this? Thank you both. Love from San Diego. Then there's a heart. P.S. Would be great to have a workshop from you through my acting class down here. Thank you, Amanda at Amanda Sometimes. Wow. Epic comment from Amanda Sometimes. Amanda Sometimes. Thank you for the epic comment. Please email me about the San Diego workshop. The only thing I can tell you is if if the tips I gave did not help, then you need to find your own way. I mean, go. I would honestly go to um, Amazon or any bookstore and look for things that speak to you on confidence, on getting out of your way. And it is like when you start riding a bike. Yes, you're thinking about pedaling once you and or driving. Like you know, teaching my daughter, a 16 year old, to drive. You're thinking about things once you start to do it. You don't anymore. So it's the more doing. Um, that for me, for sure. And I listen to Michael Caine's book, and I'm telling you, if you have lines and things like that, just repeat them, repeat them, repeat. Like he always repeats his lines so much. He said, I just know them like the back of my hand. So to come, and he, this is a guy who used to throw up every night before his stage entrances. Um, preparation is key, and then just committing to the character. So, but if the things I taught you or on that episode didn't help, then just go to Amazon and really, really look it up and try to find something, even websites and self-help stuff to really help you commit a little deeper so you get ner- the nerves out of the way. Good tips, Sean. Good tips. So if you guys have questions, again, you can email. Uh, ActingClassWeekly at gmail.com. But don't forget to like, comment, subscribe yes. everywhere uh, on the Internet. Okay, so this is really exciting. This is really exciting. Can you get your SAG card on your own timeline? Yes. Is it free and easy? No. As li- it's, it's I, I've told my daughters this since they were young. Time or money. It's time or money. And, and this, this is like a both. little bit of both. This is a little bit of both. But at least you're not a victim to waiting to see if you get a background work and if you get the voucher. And if, you're right. Yeah, so absolutely. you're in more control. So... Quickly recapping, Megan and I met 
three years ago at this point. Yeah. Yeah, probably like three years ago. Was she in your class? She, yes. When I was teaching at Studio Four, she uh, lived across the street, walked in. We had a, uh, she had a fun night with us and stuck with me for a long time there. She's coming, you know, she's so busy that she's coming uh, in and out of my sketch class. Hopefully she's coming back soon. Um, And she, she was just in that for, in 2018 a little bit. But she decided, and she was very kind to say that, you know, and I said, did I help you? And she said, yeah, because when you asked if you needed anything, I said, sure, I'll be in it. Like, I I will always help my students that I think, as I said at the beginning, who work hard, are proactive. And if she says, hey, will you come out and shoot for half a day? And I'll, absolutely, I would. Absolutely. Why not help them? Um, but uh, that's how we met. And so... What ha- what was the thing that went? Uh, I got to figure this out because Roxy and I were talking about this, and when I told Roxy about this, she said I couldn't find it. So take us through what gave you the so idea. Sean, you said when I couldn't find it, couldn't figure out couldn't how figure to out get your SAG how to card. get your SAG card by producing your own stuff. Because there's been a lot of changes in new media clauses and what you are allowed to do and what you're right. not allowed to do. So currently, uh, this is February 2020. That we're talking about, yes, this, yes, as a if as you're an evergreen back. show, yeah. So uh, yeah, I would love to hear more about your experience. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so I did do this in June, um, July, August time, so, twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. So like eight so, months ago. Yeah. So some things I'm sure have changed, but basically what I found was I had moved to LA. I was here for two years. I was doing background, but I wasn't getting any vouchers. Okay. And I felt super stuck because, you know, I couldn't get a good agent because I wasn't SAG eligible. Right. And I didn't have, you know, any big credits on my resume. So people, they just weren't even looking at me. And you had studied, but you had done, we always say study first. And she had studied and worked hard in several different classes. Yeah, absolutely. I've taken yeah. classes all over town with b- major names. Yeah. But still, the training only gets you so far. Right. And then... You know, once you get to a certain point, they expect you to be booking, even if it's on your own or vice versa. They're getting it for you. So I just took it on myself. I was like, okay, well, I'm not getting these credits or vouchers, and I need to be SAG eligible in order to get a better agent and to progress my career. So I. How did you find this specific option? So I had a script that I had had for a long time, and I'd kind of just sat on it because I didn't really know, like, how to get it going or how to move it forward. Do you and mean you wrote a script? When I you did. Say I had yeah. a script? Yeah. So I, I wrote the script. and Create your own content and watch those episodes. Sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> And I went a pilot, on pilot, a feature, a short. What did, it's so it's a short film. Uh, it was about twelve pages, which I thought was going to be oh, you know, quick, easy. Yeah. You know, no, my short is twenty two minutes long, and right. we had three days of shooting in four wow. different locations. And wow! The only thing that could have made that more difficult was uh, doing it in the desert and adding a, ch- a child. Right, right. So, well, at least you didn't have a dog. Uh, yeah. No, I did. I have a dog at my house. So when we were filming, someone had to be like the dog manager <laughs> the and dog hold wrangler. him. Yeah. So okay. So how did you find this on SAG though? So I went onto the SAG website because I had heard rumors and like other people having done this before. So I went on the SAG website and under um, like contracts and agreements, there's the new uh, media forms, and so you have to fill. You have to find the exact new media form 
for you because what a lot of people were doing, they were doing like YouTube videos and mm-hmm. trying to get that registered as SAG and getting their SAG cards that way, which a, a three minute YouTube video in comparison to a short film is not the same. Okay. So I had to go in through the new media, prove it was a short film, a, a legitimate project. So I had to send them the script. Um, I had to, you have to have SAG members cast in it in order for it to be eligible. How many do you need? So you Is just, there a minimum? There, one. Okay. Um, I went with, I had three in mine just to double make sure. I and didn't make the cut, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't make sorry. the cut. Okay, so you, you <laughs> do you think that if you had submitted a script to them that was not 12 pages long that you wouldn't have been approved? Like, what do you, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but do you think a three-page script could have been approved, a five-page script, or do you think it had to be at least 10 or up pages? I think that if you're telling a full story, a beginning, middle, and an end, and, you know, it has characters with a spine that it, it might be more it'll apt. be yeah it'll it'll be more legitimate as long as it's legitimate like if you're trying to just like you know throw them a script and be like oh look what i wrote and this is i'm you have to really do it too they at the end want to see like okay these were the days you filmed on like everybody has to sign paperwork like yes i showed up this is real i got paid so it's not so something you can fake. There are actors or people who are in there who are reading scripts who probably know stories. So mm-hmm. I think what you know, what what Megan, what I'm hearing is it's you know not a bit, not like a a. a, so a it's not a, a two minute sense, or nine second scene you or, did for your yeah, reel. Yeah, it's a legitimate yeah, yeah. Short. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then so I filled out all the paperwork and I made a budget. Um, I will and you tell said you, you have to send all that in, right? You have to have all of this before um, they'll approve you. Okay. So I had to send them. I had to send them all this paperwork. So instead of all this paperwork, tell us what that would be. It would be the script, the script, and then the your, budget, the budget, okay, the form that they make you fill out first okay. to make sure that this is like legit. Okay, sorry, let's break those okay. two things down. What is the form you have to fill out to make sure this is legit? What are you talking about? So the form is on the SAG website. Okay. So you'll go under the new media, and then through the new media, they have they do have SAG stuff for YouTube videos and um, other things like that. But you have to go under the short film agreement. Okay. So there's a short – they'll send you a whole zip file, basically. And there's like four or five forms in this zip file under the short film agreement okay. that you have budget, to fill out. Budget. What do you mean you made a budget? So budget is something that you have to do personally. So they want to see like um, how many days of filming are you doing? How much are you paying for the locations? Um, how much are you paying each actor? Because SAG this is dues, important. Yeah, this is very important. And something that I learned was you have to pay SAG dues, which is one twenty-five a day. But if you don't offer insurance, you have to pay them nineteen percent on top of that for them to pay for their own health insurance. So it ends up uh, one twenty-five times point nineteen. I'm bad at math. That's why I'm an actress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you have to pay them that daily rate. And then and just for the actors who are SAG or for every actor on the project? The SAG actors. The non-union actors, um, they have a different fee. Off the top of my head, I don't remember it. A smaller fee. I'm smaller assuming. fee, yeah. yeah. And then background also has, you have to pay background. And I, I believe I paid them around $89 a person. It was something okay. like that. 
Um, and then you have to have your hair, your wardrobe. Um, you have to have all of that. You have all to have of a this crew. in your in your budget. Yeah. Um, okay. Craft services, everything. So you, if you, let's say I have a friend who's like, mm-hmm. dude, I'll always do makeup for you, no matter what. And they come you mean in for and free they for said. free, right? Mm-hmm. And they and you can't put. Can you put that within your thing? Saying I have hair, um, no fee or. Well, I actually, I did everything on this from writing the script to hair and makeup to props to everything. So you were the hair and makeup artist. So I was a hair and makeup artist. But what you account for in your budget is how much that makeup cost and how much your wardrobes cost. Because obviously, I mean. What if they don't cost anything? What if people are just bringing it? That's not a good idea. They do cost something. All clothes cost something. Oh, regardless. You get what I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so even if, if it was if my she's the sweater, hair and makeup person, it's her own makeup. She still bought the makeup. Mm-hmm. I see what yeah. you're saying. So you want to account for all of it? Yeah, absolutely. It. And of you. course, you know, the odds of people having everything for it because, like, I had a hospital scene, so I had to go out and purchase scrubs. So, like, that counts in my wardrobe budget. Okay. Um. So yeah, they they want to know every like detail of like what you're spending your money on, where this is going to, your crew, how much you're paying your crew, how many crew members. Do you have to show proof of payment at some point? Yes. So um So no one can work for free. No one can work for free. Okay. Um and it's it's just like a SAG job. So you know when you show up on a SAG job, at the end of it they have you uh sign that release right. form the, for like the, the W two. When you come and, in and when you Yeah, come out I worked the... on this date and so and so. So it's it's exactly like that. So you have to you have to sign those and then you have to send those back to SAG within a week, I think it is, and then you have to prove to them that you paid these people within two weeks. So and how do you do that? Did you have to use a payroll company? Uh, you can use a payroll company, right. um, which I did not use. I used Venmo. Okay, um, but, but that tracks. So yeah. Venmo is an app, and you paid people on the app. Yeah, I paid people on the app. And then did you have to send like screenshots of those payments to SAG? Um, I just sent the paperwork that everyone signed saying they got paid. Okay. So now if if you weren't legitimate on this and you someone signed it and then I sent it in, but they never got paid after that, they could call SAG. And be like, in, yeah. Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. So you took care of that paperwork on set because you could Venmo on them at the time. They could look at their phone, then sign instead of a check and then having to follow up and that whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Because basically when you're on set and you sign that form, it's a promise saying within so many days you'll get this. Yes. So they got it right then, which is actually nice for that us is nice. actors because, yeah. you know, half of us are paycheck to paycheck anyways. Right. So... Um, yeah, and that was that was the only issue I had with my paperwork was my budget because when I sent it in, she was like, your numbers aren't correct with what are what you have to do through SAG. So I had to redo my budget a couple times. Why were they not correct? Because I didn't know that you have to pay the 19% for insur- insurance to um, the actors. Okay. And just a couple other things like that I didn't I didn't think to put in there like lighting. 
Like I was like, I had my cast and my crew in there, but they were like, okay, well, how much are you charging this person for lighting and, you know, to, um, like rent equipment and stuff like that. So I had to also put that in there. So at the end of the day, what does, because this sounds like you were trying to keep the costs as low as possible. How much are people looking at spending if they're trying to get their SAG card through doing a short like this? So, like I said, my script was 12 pages. It was three days of filming, and it, we had lots of locations and multiple actors. Now, if you can do a legitimate script with two, two or three people and you have one location, you could do it pretty cheap. Mine costs about $3,500 right. just because I had all of that. But realistically, I think you could probably do it for you know 1200 to 1500 if you did more of a minimum minimal type right script but a real story could do, i mean yeah. a one location thing with two or three people right yeah. yeah and it could and at least one sag actor and stuff i, I mean i think you could get for a thousand maybe or fifteen hundred but you, you need still need to have to... lighting you have to have a location fee you have to have hair and makeup you those are things you have to have you don't you don't have to pay you have to have those things because it is it is a movie set. They know that those things are required. But like I said, I did everything. So what I was paying for, like makeup-wise, was only the makeup I purchased. So like if I did lighting, if I had done lighting too, like if I had gotten up early and set up my living room with all the lights and everything like that, and then people just came in and filmed, then the lighting wouldn't be necessarily in the budget would you have to could you put in if they wanted to see something could you like amortize your electricity bill for that day or or say you know i'm using my mom's house but my mom pays this much in mortgage so that chunk of that day would be i mean is that ways to show that you're paying something absolutely yeah okay Yeah, yeah yeah um i mean you do like I filmed in my personal home and then I filmed on a soundstage. So um, it was clear, but you also have to be careful because you have to get permits. Yeah. So if you film something like in a park or something like that, then the paperwork becomes even more difficult because you and have to get you, a permit. Did you have to get permits? I, no, I did not because I filmed in my own personal house and then I filmed um, on a stage, soundstage. So looking back, if you were tr- if you are making a short for the sole purpose of getting mm-hmm. your SAG card, is your advice to film in a person's home where you don't need to get permits with two actors, one of them being SAG, one of them not being SAG, that being the person who's trying to get SAG, and doing as much as you can yourself as possible? Absolutely. And I I did mine, too, so that I had material to show and to put on my reel. But I really think if your whole if your whole thought process on this is I, I just want to get SAG eligible, go with a skeleton crew, you know, have a story that makes sense and, you know, mean something to you but definitely do it like more minimalist because it's not something you have to spend a lot of money on right right i think for a lot of a lot of people even fifteen hundred dollars is a lot of money yeah absolutely right and so look this brought up a very interesting conversation right you and i were talking about so how do you pay for something like that right well first of all you know megan was working with me and said listen i'm gonna have to buy out a class for a few months because i'm paying for this project Mm -hmm. number one minimize your costs and I'm for sure, that little while. I'm sure you were supportive of that. Of course, yeah, of course. I totally understand what she was doing. I think a lot, of, a lot of actors get afraid that their teacher is going to get pissed if they communicate that with them. But well, if, I mean, it, 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 you could. 
There's, yeah. a, I mean, there was a time that I was going to leave an acting class for a trip to Europe, which would have been the best thing in the world with one of my best friends. And they said, well, if you leave, you can't come back. And, uh, you know, and I was like, oh, well, I'm terrified. I don't want to leave. And which is so dumb because I would have had obviously an amazing life experiences yeah. if I had gone. Um, but I think, too, though, if you're in a class and you're, you know, bowing out to progress your career yeah. and do something that if they tell you, no, like you have to stay and pay for this class, that's not a class I want to be in. I right. want to be in a class with someone that's supportive and is like, you know what, save your money, put it towards your work, come back to me when you can. Listen, I don't want to toot my own horn, but uh, when there's a but toot, I, toot. I will. But many of my students leave and they go, well, I want to do this legitimate thing. And then they keep coming back and yeah. going, no one teaches like you or cares as much as you do. But I learned that from Mindy Sterling, who was also on our show. She was my teacher and she was just amazing. And the same way she just it's hard. It's harder on us because when you lose students, you're more heartbroken because you invest, you know, but right. that's the I'm kind just, of teacher you want to The only point I'm with. saying is that it. If you have to, whether it's like bowing out of work or your internship or whatever phase you yeah, are in yeah, life, yeah. then p- people will understand. Don't use that as like a reason not to do it because you're afraid. Good. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, no, no, that's right. It's the two steps back for the five steps so, forward. So then you make the actual project. Mm-hmm. And by the way, do you budget in editor and all of that stuff as well? Yes. So I got very lucky and um, I work with a guy. His name's Ferguson. Shout out, Ferg. Yay, um, Ferguson. I work with him on all my projects. Wait, what's I, his last name? Uh, Save Rogue. He's Fer- Canadian. Ferguson Save. Well, I want to give him a, well, a, I was, a I was real saying, shout don't put her on the spot because it looked like she couldn't remember his last oh. name. No, I, I know it, but I'm like, gonna, gonna I'm, I'm going to butcher yeah. it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. If there's well, a hyphen in there too somewhere. So I don't. I don't <laughs> so you work with him on your projects. So I work with him on all my projects. Um. So I, I actually started a production company, Backbooth. Um. And now I'm doing I'm producing commercials and stuff like that. And he is my cinematographer, but he also does editing. So great. I lucked out with him because he was able to do both. How did you meet him? I met him through a person in my acting class. Great. I had sent out to the group chat. Hey, I'm looking for a cinematographer. Like, can can you guys recommend anybody? And this person private messaged me and was like, Ferguson, that's it, period. Go to him. Yeah. And then what rates do you have to pay them for this to be eligible? Um, I, is there, I, there's no real rate for crew, right? There's no real rate for okay. crew. But, but, you, but we can't do favors. Otherwise, it's not eligible. Right. Yeah. Um, he, he set his own rate. And I believe in him 100% and what I, it was worth it for me to pay him what he wanted right. because but if you he's had a, so good. If you had a friend who would do it for free but you have to prove that you've paid them, could you write a dollar? Like, is it just you need mm. a form of payment there or do you think that you, they, that would not be approved by SAG? I, I don't know that that would be approved by SAG. I think you would have to look in the in the fine print of the paperwork and see um, what the minimum is you can pay cast and crew. Because, I mean, you know, if you pay him and then he turns around and wants to invest in your next project, then that's... That's right. his own choice, but I think I, I don't know the answer on that one because it would probably be fine print. Yeah, and I, I mean, listen, I think if you could get away with seventy five to one hundred dollars or something like that, mm-hmm. saying that on a form, people would believe that. Mm. Yeah, he uh, he was my biz- biggest expense. That's a yeah. good point, though, yeah. because I'm curious. Also, if you are asking your friends to do a lot of this, can you pay them and then they invest it in the project? Right. 
None of my friends did. But <laughs> right, um, I'm just wondering again I, for the front for the people out there that are trying too. to do it on the super super cheap, and they've got a ton of supportive friends around who are willing to do it. Are you able to pay them, and then they invest it into post production? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would say yes. Um, uh, obviously, it's not on the paperwork. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know. So but, uh, yeah, I would they, say yeah. Yeah, I would think so because they don't ask you in the paperwork where the money is coming from. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't have to, like, prove, like, oh, I, I got investors for this or I worked two jobs while filming to pay for this. They yeah. they don't really care where the money's coming from. Mob boss. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so then wish. you make the actual project, and then mm-hmm. do you have to submit that to them as well? Yeah. The so, finished film. Uh, you don't have to submit the finished film, but Rough. you have to submit, yeah, uh, you know, a, a clip of this is real and it got filmed. And okay. I, I sent them the movie trailer, which also it is on IMDb, the H word. Oh, what, wait, say it again. The H word. The H word. You heard that, people, folks. Uh, look the trailer is the H word. Uh, it's a movie <sighs> about heroin. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, are you so, drug addict? No, my brother was. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> recovered. Recovered. Oh, okay, good. good. That's fantastic. So, give me a little bit of a timeline, just so we're clear. So, the, first, you have to fill out paperwork. Mm-hmm. You write the script. You fill out paperwork. Um, and then you have to wait till that's approved before you can even start filming. Yes. So a good thing to throw in there is that um, oh, that's right. You told me this. You have month, to have everything right? submitted 25 days before your first film date. So if this is something you're interested in, I would at least get the paperwork started, you know, a month and a half in advance. And then, then if there are changes to cast or budget or whatever, you have some flexibility in time. But their rules, it has to be in 25 days before. So At least, At right? least, yeah. So you, if it's longer, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, that would be fine, I'm okay. sure. Okay. And then I, I just kind of followed up with them to make sure, you know, they have a lot coming in. And so I didn't hear from them for a while. So I was like, hey, did you get this? And so I was did kind of on them. Did you have a point person? Did mm-hmm. you have a point person, like one person that was helping you with yeah. your project? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and so once you meet them, you get their extension, and mm-hmm. you can talk. Okay, and then that'll be your and direct email. point of contact. Yeah. Okay. So then you submit that paperwork; it mm-hmm. gets approved. You mm-hmm. actually then film the project. Yes, and while you're filming, they they have paperwork you have to fill fill out each day. Each day of filming. filming, and yeah. they give you that paperwork. They do. They send you that paperwork. Yeah, but you can't just you can't just get that paperwork. They have to send it to you because um, I would assume then people would just like print it right like print extra it and, yeah, for like yeah, yeah. different projects you know right so yeah that's why the so timeline is, that emailed is important and then you can print it out or do they it's like, emailed yeah okay, okay. but that's why it's important that the dates are done because if you if you lie on your dates then you're going to get those papers after you've already filmed and then you're going right. to have to hunt people down to sign it and so be legit yeah be legit okay was my and then it. and then you fill out the paperwork while you're filming yeah right and then what's the next step um, the next step is you send in your final cast sheet and the um, the each individual um, participant sheet. You send all of that to them, and then um, when the project's done, you send them your little clip, and that's it. Right. But that doesn't. But that that's it. As in what? That's it. As in then you are SAG eligible, or then you have to do something. So that's it for the short film agreement. Now to become SAG eligible, you have to reach out to them again and be like, "Hi, I was on this project. Here's the production number. Um, I would like to join SAG through this." So it doesn't make you the short film agreement doesn't make you SAG eligible. It makes you a must join. So once they approve you and they approve your production number and they get the final cash sheet and everyone's individual forms, then you can email them and be like, I want to join SAG. 
they'll approve it to see that, yes, your project was legitimate, and then you have to join. So okay. It's, oh, so you're not actually SAG eligible. You're not SAG eligible. You're a SAG must join. So it's it's a little – you kind of need to be ready to go if you're going to go this route. Okay. So – oh, interesting. But the thing about being a must join is is that I've been a must join – since August, because I got this and I told my new agency, because the whole reason I did it was to get an agent. I told them, oh, well, I did this short film. I'm a must join, blah, blah, blah. They were like, okay, well, wait, because if we can get you any non-union commercials and stuff like that, we will. And if you do book something that's SAG, it'll Instantly. pay you enough to right. join. Instantly so pay. it was crazy that I put all this pressure on becoming SAG. And then the moment I got it, they were like, oh, great. You're SAG eligible. We'll sign you. But don't join yet. But you wouldn't but, have been able to get signed unless right. you were a but must, I, must join. Because you weren't SAG eligible. Yep. You were a yeah. must join. Yeah. yeah. So it's such a double-edged through the well, hoops type all, thing. first of all, and no agent is going to say... You know, uh, is going to appreciate the fact that you were that proactive, that you mm-hmm. did put that time in. You mean all in. agents are going to appreciate that? I, I would think. I would think it would yeah. give you an advantage. Of course, you know. I mean, of some agents may not, but I mean, I would think it would be a leg up over, you know, another. You know, actress who just wants an agent and hasn't been doing just anything. Just to clarify for the people at home um, who this is very new to them, what is the difference between a must join and eligible? It doesn't seem not like that much. Lot. Yeah, not a yeah. whole lot. So, right? um, sa- a must join means that if you book another SAG project, you have to join right. before you can even do that project. Right. Um, eligible means that you can do two projects before you have to join. Okay. So the two, I mean, it, it's it's all it's kind of about money too. So if you become eligible, you get two jobs to kind of save money to then join, or you become a must join. And you either have to have the cash on you or that project you book hopefully pays the $3,300. Yeah, because it the could be a... $3,300 is the dues to, is become, the due to, to become, become SAG. Yeah. But you could book a SAG ultra low budget for 100 bucks, and, you know, and, and you'd you still have, have to, to join, join anyway. Yeah. So. Or, or turn down the project. Or, or turn, turn down, it down the project until... Right, exactly. Yeah. But um, I think that... Uh, now, just we kind of skipped over this part, but it's really, really important. Th- this can be done, not in California. Mm-hmm. This can be done all over the country. You can do this anywhere. So this can be done in California. This, this can be... No, I'm saying... I meant, not only in California. Not only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only in California. It can be done anywhere. And obviously, it probably could be done a lot cheaper other places yeah, without absolutely. permits and things like that. So you never actually had to go into the SAG office? No, I never had to go into the SAG office. I just emailed them. They were like, yes, you're a must join. Whenever you're ready, come in and sign the paperwork. And how quickly after you sent in the paperwork did they, I know you went through a couple of changes, but after you had your final paperwork in, how quickly were you approved to be a SAG project? Oh, um, I gave them two weeks. Because I was, I was assuming that they were processing it because I never heard back from them. And then after two weeks, I finally like followed up and was like, "Hey, did you get this? Can I join?" And they were like, "Oh yeah, you're good." Wow. So they're not going to reach out to you and be like, "Oh, now you're SAG eligible." No, no, or, I'm saying you know, how after you put in the paperwork for your project. For the project. Mm-hmm. I waited two weeks because I, I didn't hear anything from them. Once I submitted everything, they weren't like, okay, we got it. You're good. It's kind of like a no news is good news type thing. No, no, no. I think we're... Like, Am I confusing The first this? step that you ever took before... So I'm not talking about before you submitted to be SAG must join. I'm saying you write a project. Mm-hmm. You write the thing. 
then you submit the paperwork. Oh, okay. Step one. Um, yeah, you hear back pretty quickly within like five, three to five days. Okay. Yeah. They're, okay. they're pretty quick on that. I thought you were talking about at the end of the process. Yeah, no, no, no. I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then here's the other thing, guys. Like I did that episode and told you about how I couldn't join Groundlings because I didn't have enough money. I worked double shifts forever. Megan was telling me she worked really hard. You could put this on a credit card if you wanted to finance it yourself. Uh, that way, family and friends, and Indiegogo if you wanted yeah, crowdfunding. to. Crowdfunding. Crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. There's different ways to do it, but you could probably do that. I mean, my God, if, even if you just picked up a delivery gig for six weeks or something, you know, I mean, just an extra source of income. You could do that. Well, like our social media episodes for the last couple of weeks, there's all different ways that right. you can try to be making money, you know, off of YouTube or Instagram right. or Twitter or all right. different things as well. Yeah, exactly. So give us just a couple do's that you say do and don't. And I think you've already covered one, and I don't know if that would be one of but you're saying do be legitimate. Don't try to cheat the calendar. Yeah, absolutely. Do be legitimate um, and just just do it. Like, right. if you don't do wait... It. <laughs> um, don't wait around for, you know, people to book you or, you know, these background roles. I was doing it for two years, just kind of like twiddling my thumbs waiting and um, nothing was coming from it. So I would say just if you're, you know, holding back on something or afraid you don't have the money or whatever, do it because you'll figure it out as you go. In the process, what's what's something people should not do? What are things that you just shouldn't do? Um Um, me personally, I took on a lot of the responsibilities of the film. Like I said, I did everything from writing it to hair and makeup. And I think that, and I was in it. So I think at the end of the day, it was too much burden on my shoulders. I would say, you know, ask for help. Don't take it all on yourself. Okay. Um, and, um, well, yeah, no, it sounds like obviously don't, don't fudge the paperwork or don't mess with them or try to massage the system. Absolutely. Yeah. And also other things do not shoot where you need permits. If you're just trying to get your SAG card, it sounds like that's an extra cost. Um, and and another, I'm not sure if this lies on the do or do not. Do you think getting insurance actually would have saved you money on that 19% or do you think the 19% is worth it instead of having to get insurance? Personally, I think the 19% was worth it just because uh, I'm dealing with insurance right now for location. uh, Yeah. Yeah, Do pay the extra 19% because the policies are not that easy. I can't even get personal health insurance. I'm like, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean, well, I don't. I know you think you took on too much, but our our amazing Jeff Graham in the booth was showing us footage. I don't know if you guys saw yeah. up there, and it, you uh, looked it was incredible. Playing. So. Yeah, oh, he was playing. So I, I think yeah. that you took on just the right amount. Yeah, he uh, was playing some some clips of it. Oh, really yeah. there awesome. you go. Yeah, I'm very yeah. look at that. Looks pretty great. It looks and really good. And that's a girl good, from actually. my acting class. And, wow. And is there anyone I know from your acting uh, class? Tim is in it. He, oh, Tim he is plays in the it. dad. So Ryan was in. That's my brother. I work with him at the yeah. bar that I work at. He's and, your real yeah. life brother? No, no. Oh, he plays the brother okay. in the film. So yeah, yeah. So everyone in it was people I know. I, yeah. I always work with people that I like. and. Who did Tim play? Tim played my dad. Tim is a student. Guys, if you're way back in the beginning of this podcast when we said, should we move out here? He tells a story about how he moved out from uh, Nashville to come in here after he saw my workshop. So, so do another cast success. people that you know are going to be on right. time and that you like Trustworthy. Work with. Yeah. Do yeah. Pick, yeah. Don't don't reach out to people just because they look cool and you don't know them at all. It's too hard to, to guess if they're going to be professional and show up. And that was one of the biggest things we ran into was 
was scheduling with everyone and, you know, people it's LA and we're all actors and we've got egos. And so that was one of the biggest things I ran into <laughs> yeah. was I have to leave at four o'clock and I'm like, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, sure. 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 Yeah. sure. And, and, uh, Ferguson, you're saying he was the director, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will, I mean, this is beyond informative. If there's anything else, I'll tell my story from the set yeah, from my Doug Van Bever, who was in there doing the create your own content episode with us. If you guys saw that, check it out. But he did a short, uh, sketch, a sketch called Psyche on Melrose about a restaurant where all the waiters are, uh, trained psychologists. Did you see that play? I went to that play, yes. Uh, it's very funny. Yeah, and um, so he made it years later. He, I saw him do it over and over again. He made it into a short. Um, he asked me to play the lead because I had a little more credits than him. Um, I was terrified because I've seen him do it over and over again, but he really helped me through. He did that. And through that opportunity, and he did everything legit as well, um, and uh, he he wasn't doing it to become SAG. But then uh, years later, like eight years later, we made it into a play. And now we're in uh, talks uh, to um, make it into a TV show right now. So you never know what can happen when you create your own content and make things happen. But, I mean, I just think this is an amazing opportunity. I have literally people that I will be calling over the next couple of days who've been going, oh, what can I do? And I was like, this, this is the key. This is one of the most important episodes. Like I said, Roxy's been chomping at the bit going, when is Megan coming in? When is Megan coming in? So, you know, it's very exciting. Um, Where can they, so the H word on H. So the H word, um, it's on my website, MeganLWilliams.com. Great. Um, It's on my IMDb, the trailer. Uh, It is still in film festivals, so you can't see the whole thing yet. But if you go to the Olympus Film Festival, Festival, if I can talk, um, that's in North Hollywood in May. It'll be playing there. Yay, nice. And uh, uh, social media, where can people find you? Uh, At MeganLouise217. Great. I'm everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Mr. Fantabulous. Uh, I blew it, guys. I was supposed to have a unified social media handle by this week, and oh, I do not. Oh, you didn't? So I, wow. I know, I know, I know, I know. Wow. But you know what? Follow me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham. And wow. I, across the board, a student of the fabulous Heck Roxy, yeah. everywhere at, at Sean Whalen Actor. As always, thank you for letting me be part of your journey. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 